Hello, Jack. You've just found the secret message. And basically, me and Alistair are going to mess with you a little bit. And you're going to be like, oh my god, I hate these guys so much. Um, we're going to have a competition during the course of today where we're going to try and get as many fruit names into conversation as possible without you realising. So now you're listening to this and you're like, oh my god, how many times did they say it? And you'll listen back to the podcast and you'll be all like, oh, that's why they were being so weird. So yeah, uh, I'm going to get a scorecard. Oh, I was going to say Jack, Jack can score at the end of it. He can go through it and just write number of fruit. <laughs> Yeah, I suppose go on then. Actually, we'll do it as well because it um, makes sense. But yes, you might want to send this out to the listeners as well. <laughs> just you know, keep everyone informed because yes, we we got you good. <laughs> the guys you're about to listen to are not experts, and any advice should never be followed. They also have no idea what they're doing, but really, who does? So please, sit back, relax, and listen to these three complete morons talk about the weird and wonderful world of the internet. Hello and welcome to The Last Resort, a podcast for the totally desperate and... The weird questions you find on the internet, I guess. I still need to think of something properly to say at the beginning of these things. I think you do. I'm Jack. I'm Alistair. And I'm Christopher. And we have to own up to something, don't we? We do. We've all been like a right pair of idiots, so... A pair... A pair of idiots normally means two, but in this case, it means three. Well, okay, yeah, so... So I guess that means that that statement's even more true. Us three are a pair of idiots. Yep. And... I mean, one might say we've been a group of lemons. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> that is... We've... We've been a group of lemons. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. And um, this episode uh, is going to be on iTunes way, way late than it should be because we've run out of storage space on our hosting site. So if you're listening to this, well done. <laughs> you've, you've managed to find it mm-hmm. or you've waited a long time <laughs> because we're going to be uploading this one onto SoundCloud on time and then putting on iTunes when the time allows us to, I guess. Yeah, and if anybody's really loving this and wants to donate $95 to us so we can get more storage space, then, you know, that would be fantastic. But Well, it's $95 in pounds. It's like uh, it's about 55 pounds. Yeah. I would say that. probably about 50. So mm, Maybe it's time no. to call your dad, Chris. <laughs> Hello, Peter. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> Daddy. So the, so that's the situation. It's not particularly funny, but we messed up. It happened. It happened. So deal with it. Yep. You have a choice, guys. The first question can be a Yahoo or a Reddit. 
think we'll go Reddit for the first one. I think we should go um, Yahoo for the first one. Oh. Oh my god. Right, okay. No, it's Reddit. Um, Let's go for Reddit. Reddit's fine. You want to go for Reddit? Yes. Okay. We have put our melons together and we've decided to go for the Reddit answer. We've put our lemon-headed melons together. A scroop of lemons. Yep. And so, this question, as you've chosen, is from Reddit. And it is, what is the best we can't tell mum about this story? I we've we've been discussing we've been this discussing this earlier, um, behind the scenes before recording, and I I think I've got mine, which is kind of like a confession. If Debbie, if you're listening, I've got a confession. Mine's so, a confession too. Right? Yeah. I think we just need to own up. <laughs> this is owning up our. This is literally just clearing our chests. <clears throat> when I was about okay. ten years old, I went downstairs and I started to write a letter. Uh, and I thought I wasn't I wasn't very tall and still probably aren't tall, aren't tall. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> shush. Don't even mention words. It. Don't words, mention it. No. Things, <laughs> words. <laughs> Let's no. carry on with the story, Alistair. <laughs> God. Um. So yeah, I wasn't very tall, and the only surface that I could find was the radiator, and it was like a bright white radiator that we had in our living room. And so I used that as my surface and used this big, like, proper big blue permanent marker ink thing. And I wrote on it, Chris, like, at the top of the letter to remind myself that my name was Chris. <laughs> and... Or were you writing a letter to yourself, I guess? I, I probably was, but I wrote Chris at the top. It was maybe practice from all the primary school essays, what have you. Essays? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they, Penrillic, they worked as hard. Um, so yeah, it, it kind of, I moved it slightly and the pen was everywhere and it, it looked like a sort of, it was the same color as a blueberry and it was horrific. It was just everywhere. Um, and it just seeped through onto the radiator and I decided to, to get like, my dad's an artist for a living and I found one of his sculpt- sculptures and I pushed it over and, and hid it for ages. And I don't know if she knew it was me because it said Chris. And if she found it, then she would be like, oh, well, Chris. But um, yeah, sorry, mum. I kind of defaced the radiator. Sorry about now, that. Now, I guess you just called this a confession. Yeah. But I'm, I'm pretty sure she knew it was, it was you. She probably did. But Mike said they did. Well, I mean, <laughs> Mike, Mike's already come out and said, yeah, we guess it was you because who else would not write Chris on the radio? Exactly. But it's still, it's still a confession. I'm still owning up to it now. So yeah. your, does your conscience feel clear? I, I feel, I feel like a weight. Do you feel lighter? It, yeah. I feel like I've sh- shed so many pounds of weight. Fantastic. <laughs> I don't, I don't try know the new, Try this new diet from Chris. Dr. Chris. Dr. Chris's honesty diet. All I eat is just a load of apples uh, and some grapes, and that's my whole diet. And always tell the truth. Always tell the truth. About 20 years later. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's about 10. 10 years, I'd say. Okay. I guess you didn't do it when you were, like, a newborn. That would, that would be <laughs> just, I just sat on the radiator and went... <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I, I think I haven't had a lot of sleep. Yeah. Anyway. So what? So what's what's Alistair's? We can't tell mum this. Um, it's. I guess mum wouldn't be so upset, but I she probably would. Yeah, because she had to fix it. 
which is a problem. Basically, when we were having our extension built, and you could get, like, they built the extension first and then they knocked through into the house. And so there was, like, a wall between where you could stand on one side where the extension is and then into the house. I mean, my brother thought it'd be a great idea to hear if the other person could, you could hear the other person knocking through the wall. That sounds really stupid now because, of course, you would have been able to hear the other person knocking because the wall wasn't exactly that thick. And, like, my, my brother was there first and he was like, he was like, okay, you stand on that side and I'll bang on it so I can see if you can hear me on, like, the other side. As he was banging away, and then, like we met like halfway again, and we're like, "Yeah, yeah, I could hear you. Oh my god, I could hear you." And he's like, "Okay, now it's your turn." So of course, I was like, went onto the other side. I started banging the wall, and like my fist went straight through the plasterboard. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of was like, I went, "Shit, okay, um, what do I do now?" And I like I met James halfway. I was like, J- "James, do you know when you're hitting the wall?" you obviously made a massive dent in it. It looks like you've gone through the wall, like, <laughs> and, like, you literally put your fist through the wall, and he really believed me. Does James know this? No, I don't think so. So this is don't tell James and don't tell me. Don't, cha- don't tell him that we've got a podcast. Welcome to our new general. podcast, Don't Tell Our Brothers. Basically. <laughs> anyway, and, like, to this day, I don't think he knows that I was the one who actually did it. But, like, as soon as mum and dad came back from, like, I don't know, they were obviously taking the dogs for a walk or something like that. And he, he went up to mum, like, really upset and was like, mum, I was really angry whilst you were out and I punched the wall and I punched straight through it. Oh, so there's James. a massive hole in the wall at the moment. So anyway, yeah, that had to be fixed. <laughs> you are, like, I mean, it was a good, it was a good, like, grapefruit-sized hole in the wall. It was just, you know, it was pretty big. If it was me. And I'm surprised he didn't, you know, he didn't, oh, I didn't notice that I'd done it or something like that. He'd just be obviously like, I didn't do it. <laughs> well, if it was me, I would have just like assumed I had super strength that I just punched through the wall. Because <laughs> I wouldn't have understood that it was just like plasterboard. You should have been so proud of it. Just, proud of it. <laughs> I would have gone, mum, look. Look at this. I'm a superhero. All right. <laughs> <laughs> look what I've done. With great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> I'm going to save yeah. the world now. Do you want to hear my story? Yes, please. Chris already knows this story. Mm. I don't know if you do, Alistair. I don't think so. Um, well, I don't know yet. What, which story is it? Uh, I will tell you. It's a drunk shenanigan story. Is this about the boat? It, is this yes. about the broken ankle? <laughs> <laughs> I knew. As soon as you said drunk shenanigans, I was like, boat story. Cool. I'm no, I don't know it. Right. Quiet, guys. Everybody, get a cup of tea, sit down, relax, <laughs> enjoy. It's <laughs> right. Okay, so uh, this was about four years, three and a half years ago, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, I was living back up north in Cumbria, and being in the Lake District, there are a lot of rivers and lakes. Um, so one night, um, our mutual good friend, John, who we told to fuck off last week, invited me out for some beers. So I thought, yeah, let's go have some beers. So, you know, I left the house and walked into town, which involves crossing a river and crossing the, the river on the bridge. I saw what looked like the shittest little dinghy boat <laughs> I've ever seen um, like it was it obviously just been like abandoned in, on the river and it had like one oar and like what used to be an awning that just like completely disintegrated 
And I just thought to myself, what a shit boat. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I thought, forget it. Uh, I'm going to be late. So onwards I go. Um, so I met John, we had some beers. Um, and we, he told me that earlier that day, he and some other friends had found a boat on the lake that had been abandoned and he sailed it up to my little village. And then I realized quickly that the boat, the boat that he'd left was the shit boat that I'd found. <laughs> <laughs> and I told him so that that was the shittest boat I've ever seen. <laughs> um, so at this point, a- another friend had joined us, Matthew. And after a few beers and discussing the, the boat and our boating experience, which was about nil, we just we decided that it was probably the best idea just to go and sail it right then and there and have a look at it. So, pretty drunk, we went to Matthew's house to get some more beers for our walk to the dock, as we like to call it at the point. And so... We loaded up on beers and set off for what normally takes about 20 minutes to walk from the town we were in to the village where the boat was located. That walk took us about an hour and a half, maybe. <laughs> because we were just too drunk. We were just like stumbling around a field uh, try, trying to find this boat. So at about one o'clock in the morning, we found the boat. Pissed out of their minds, probably waking up everyone in the village. And... We like rolled up all our trousers and stuff and pushed the boat out. And then I remember, I don't remember much of the evening at this point, but I do remember going, whoa, guys, 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 let's not do anything silly. <laughs> let's take a minute. <laughs> give give me all your wallets and phones. <laughs> <laughs> and I will take them home so we don't at least lose them into the, into the river. And they all thought this was an excellent plan. <laughs> and gave, gave, them, gave them all their valuables. So off I trotted back off home. And I dumped them all in my room. Then I got changed into like beachwear. <laughs> I, I was wearing like these red flowery board shorts and like a vest. Um, and it was, it, was, it was like an autumn's night. It wasn't warm by any stretch of the imagination. And then I was about to leave to head back to to the boat when I thought, you know what, you know what else I could bring to this? A new bottle of Jack Daniels, <laughs> <laughs> which I did. So I so I, I arrive at the boat and then I go, guys, look what I've got. And out of my rucksack, I pull the bottle of JD. And. I henceforth was known as Captain Jack <laughs> mm-hmm. for, for the evening. So anyway, we, we push off. We all get into the boat. We push off. And we realize we have one oar. So we're like using our arms to push ourselves <laughs> along <laughs> to push ourselves along the boat. And we probably weren't going much faster than one mile an hour. But in our heads, we were, str- we were like steaming towards <laughs> the opposite bank at about a million <laughs> miles an hour. And we were like, shit, shit, shit. We've got to get out of the way. <laughs> we're going to crash. So we're like rolling around this boat drunk, trying to not crash into the other side of the boat. And then every two, ex- two other seconds, we're like, who's got the JD? He hasn't fallen over. Who's got it? Who's got it? And then we'd take it, have a swig, and then pass it on. And anyway, so we na- we narrowly avoided the bank, and then we realised that the the way the river was flowing passes under a road, 
and the pipe that goes under the road was only about a meter in height. So no way were we going to fit under this <laughs> under this road. So at that point, we were desperately trying to evacuate the boat. <laughs> trying to scramble uh one of us fell in and then like couldn't reach the bottom so because we were so drunk we had no idea what we were doing and then i don't really remember how but uh we found ourselves on the opposite side of the river with no idea how to get back to the village (laughs) (laughs) so we just sat in this field drinking the rest of the whiskey until the sun came up (laughs) and and that's about the story really it's one of my favourite things that I've done drunk, and uh, it doesn't tell that well as a story, but when we were there, we were so scared of drowning, it was ridiculous. <laughs> but we did it anyway. <laughs> See, it's this kind of story that makes me miss John, so just, if John is listening... Get in touch, please. I, I miss you, buddy. Call us on. John, if you're listening, you still haven't written that review. <laughs> <laughs> But also, I think you should um, post somewhere on our Twitter, on our Facebook, your perspective of that story and how it went. Yeah. But that was that. I think Jack wins the story. uh, I think that was much better than both of us. And nobody, the people I lived with. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I'm taking bows. You can't see. I have no idea what the people I lived with at the time were thinking I was doing. Because I, I thought I was pretty stealthy, but looking back... <laughs> you should ask them back, for their... I definitely wasn't. <laughs> oh, dear. So, my question this week is, which fictional character would be the most terrifying to meet in a dark alley? And then I thought about this because it sounds like a simple question. It sounds like the kind of question that you go, oh yeah, well there's loads of answers for this. But that's the point, is that there are loads of answers for this, so I'm only going to allow each of you one answer. You can only answer with one one fictional character. And I have the perfect answer. Okay. Okay, so let let me set the scene. You're in a city. It's dark, it's raining, it's cold. I'm scared. Yeah, you should be. Mm -hmm. You're trying to get home. It's like some kind of film noir kind of vibe. Okay. And you go, you go down this alleyway and you see a shadow of a figure. And the, the terror starts to come over you, starts to overwhelm you. You, know, you start sweating. Oh, God. No. You, you turn the corner. Who do you see? Who do Mr. I see? Mr. Blobby. <laughs> <laughs> Blobby. <laughs> He, yeah, he yeah, okay. Me as a I, child. I probably agree with that. Whoa. As a kid, I loved him, but looking at him as no, an adult those now, googly eyes I just never like loved him. he just like turns his head, and his googly eyes like don't quite stop, and they just like wiggle a bit and look at you, and his what? smile just. St- or he gives me the chills. <laughs> Did like... you ever watch the Big Fat Quiz of the Year where? He appeared on at the end, and like Jack Whitehall's terrified of him. I'm, I'm he was like chasing him around the room. <laughs> I am also terrified of him. He, he, he's a petrifying me, creature. Me. I can't believe that actually made it onto children's TV. That's it's it, pretty horrendous, really. Who ever thought of that? If, what did you have to be on to think of that? If we've got any foreign listeners who are like, "Who the hell is Mr. Blobby?" Just Google image search it. It's B L O B B Y. It's terrifying. It was, uh, 
He was basically, if you don't know who he was, let me describe him. Think of in the in the hit film Ghostbusters, the big, <laughs> the big mushroom, not the mushroom, the marshmallow um, man, marshmallow. Sorry, the big marshmallow guy. Make him the size of a normal man, then make him just bright pink and covered in loads of different coloured spots with huge googly eyes. <laughs> and all he could say was, Blobby. I don't know if you remember what used to really creep me out when I was little. Do you ever watch the Moomins? Yes. Uh, yeah. Do you know, do you know yeah. in the woods there were those things that glowed and turned everything to frost? No. Do you remember those? No. I think that Chris looks like he almost kind of remembers. I feel like it's I called, should it's say called like yes. the there's something like it's like the Harry Langler or something like that, but Describe it's not quite it for us. I can't. It's like it glows and it's kind of all shimmery. I can't quite remember, but I remember it really freaking me out as a kid. I, anyway, this the, is all, the moral of this yeah, story like, is I'd hate to meet that in a dark alley on a night out. That's Scott. That's your answer. No, it's not. My answer would probably have been. Did he say superhero? <laughs> no, fictional character. <laughs> fictional well, character. Mr. Blobby <laughs> is know. real, but he's also. Fictional, I You're guess. just cherry-picking. Dracula, uh, Frankenstein. Uh, well, Frankenstein's monster, Frankenstein. But all of these, are, they're, not, they're not particularly creepy. I mean, like, there's, they're, they're fairly scary in the terms of horror as a genre, but I wouldn't say that they're the most terrifying. And plus, I said only one answer, so... Oh, okay. Can, can, I, I, can, I, can I give a second answer? Because I have another no. answer that would be equally terrifying. Go on, then. No, you can't. Okay, well, at the end, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, have, a, we'll have a think about it. <laughs> I've, I've got my answer, if you want to. Yes, I do want to. Right, okay. I am a massive fan of a British TV show that was kind of the epitome of my childhood, and it was called Wallace and Gromit. And I, I loved that show with a passion. It was like all animation. And there was mm. one episode where basically they get this new tenant in the house and it's a penguin huh. right yeah i remember him yeah yeah it's the wrong trousers. Trousers. Wrong trousers. Yeah, yeah. trousers right the okay the penguin he's he's got like a little red glove on on his head cuz he pretends to be a chicken yeah yeah cuz he wants to be a chicken pretends to be a chicken and he's a diamond thief but the 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 creepiest part is that he doesn't say anything and he's got no mouth so he has no expression he just has this blank stare. And I used to get so creeped out by this this penguin. And I love penguins. Penguins are my favourite animal. So, weird. I guess that's pretty scary. He was terrifying. And, yeah, so I basically what I'm saying is there's a scene in Wallace and Gromit in The Wrong Trousers where Gromit is, I think he's in his room, and he just looks across and the penguin sort of walks past the hallway, stops... And just stares at Gromit, and that sticks in my head very vividly. Oh, uh, I remember actually. Yeah. I do remember. So if I was in a dark alleyway and I turned around, and the penguin was there, I would just, I think I would run. I have my answer, and it wasn't any of the ones I said. Okay. Go but for it. it's an incredibly traumatic time in my childhood. Okay. It was the first time I ever watched the um, Sleepy Hollow. So. This is your childhood. This is my childhood. I Sleepy was like Hollow, six and my dad like... sat me down and maybe made me watch Sleepy Hollow. And the Headless Horseman, you know. And like when I went to bed that night and I was like trying to, trying to sleep, lying in bed, literally just like duvet up to my mouth. It's like, come on, sleep. I must be able to sleep <laughs> up, before, up to your mouth. <laughs> after this horrific film to make a six-year-old watch. Then my dad came up to bed and along the wall, because my, my bedroom like... Um, 
the bedroom wall was the stair where the stairs came up. And on the wall, my dad went, like started knocking like horse hooves. So all I heard of as he was coming up well, to bed, your was dad like, just had some horse hooves. No, 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 he was, he was banging on <laughs> the wall. You know, as you go like. Oh, uh, okay. okay. Anyway. And so, of course, me not really realising that it's my dad trying to mess with me, I had a little bit of a cry and I went to sleep. <laughs> I think, well, it worked. So I'd yes. hate to meet the headless horseman. If any authorities an are listening, then uh, please don't contact any kind of social services because he's all grown up now. <laughs> I mean, I've watched it since and he's not scary at all. That he's is still so cry, cruel. Though. Poor Tim. I know. Poor, poor Tim. No, poor Alistair. Bad Tim. Sometimes I wake up screaming. <laughs> I think that was quite a telling. That was that was dark, man. We yeah. were we were like children's cartoons, things of childhood. You're like, no, I had this proper headless guy, somebody decapitated. Dark. I think it's a good answer. Yeah. Can I give you what my what my other answer was going to be? Yes. So same situation as before. You you know it's scary, cold, wet. No, um, you see that you see the shadowy figure. Why do I? You turn the corner. Home? It's Clifford the Red Rag Dog. <laughs> <laughs> that no, that's too cuddly. I would. Clifford just... is great. Oh, scary. Clifford. How tall was he? Like Big. huge. Ten, ten, <laughs> ten fifteen million feet. Sorry, <laughs> but what's he gonna do? Like lick, lick you? To yeah, death? exactly. I love you. <laughs> I think you'll find Clifford didn't speak. <laughs> So, yeah, but if a dog could This speak, is what he sounded all like dogs in my would mind. literally just say that. Yeah, dogs are lovable. Yeah. Woof. Right, next question. <laughs> uh, it's, it's on to me. I've got one. Oh, I, you, oh yeah, this is yours. Uh, Mr. Interrupty over there. Oh my God, Jack. Oh, Jack. Gosh, what is with you and your interrupting? Jack's got some sour grapes in his mouth there. He's... Uh, Sour grapes. grapes. What is it saying? Is it sour grapes or is it sour apples? If somebody's feeling well, like they're not having it their sour, own way. Sour, yeah, sour grapes. Is it is sour grapes. You don't, norm- no. you don't normally go, you, oh, you sir have sour grapes in your <laughs> you mouth. You have some <laughs> sour grapes. Anyway, yeah, okay. Go. My question is, what's popular now that will feel like an embarrassing fad in a few years' time? So I'm thinking um, things like you know selfies, pouty faces, and things like that. Go out of fashion. Chris loves his selfies. Well, I don't take selfies. Yeah, you do. But no, okay, fine. Um, <laughs> For selfies of Chris, please visit his Instagram page at CP Nelson. I only have a few selfies. But first, let me take a selfie. I can only hope Justin Bieber. Mm-hmm. Well, um, he's already retired and he's in prison, isn't he? So. That is I, well, a very inaccurate description <laughs> of Justin Bieber's career there. Hopefully he just He's passed. Nobody dies. I don't want him to die, but I would like him to stop making music and being on the He's news. not so bad himself. It's believers who make him bad. I, I would agree. Well, no, actually, because Justin Bieber... Oh. People need to stop encouraging him. I don't like him as a person. But, right, this is my little controversial... Well, I say controversial... It's kind of controversial from from somebody who because my music taste is is predominantly heavy metal. It's not even heavy metal. It's heavier than heavy metal, I think so. Um, but yeah, I think the One Direction guys, they seem like all right lads, and they would be the kind of guys who you know you could probably have a laugh with. But it's the fans that creep me out. Now I. I equally hate One Direction just because 
they're completely talentless fuckwads who <laughs> who managed who managed to get a very rational who got a, who got this deal like i remember watching um the x factor season and at the beginning when they like did the auditions like you wouldn't you wouldn't have looked twice at these guys he was like when i say he i mean harry styles was just like this geeky scrawny guy with like really baggy jeans and a bad fitting polo shirt you know you just and since then they've built up this kind of empireistic kind of thing like with a movie and all the concerts and whatever similar to Justin Bieber but without their hordes of songwriters like Ed Sheeran and other people I'm sure and PR guys and wardrobe and makeup, probably artists and all that kind of stuff. Do you really think they would be making the music they are? Really? Well, it's, I find it very strange as a concept because these are guys who, you know, like, let's go back a year before X Factor and loads of people would have passed them in the street. They could have just walked out the houses and they're just like everybody else. They're, okay, let's take Alistair, for example. Everybody looks at Alistair and they're like, wow, what a normal guy. What a sort of, you know, this is just a man, a, albeit a good looking man. Um, he's staring at me <laughs> kind of weirdly. I was just wondering um, where he's going with this. If I'm going to sleep slightly more insulting I was just, I was than just I already listening. am. I'll blow you a raspberry kiss. Uh, sorry, that was really camp. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, I don't even know what I was saying. Yes, Alistair, he, he he could just be anybody. And then if you went on X Factor, and I don't know what your singing voice is like, Alistair, but you might come out it's with beautiful. like... Just Imagine angels, angels singing. Okay, exactly. And then suddenly everybody's like, this guy years. is my hero and idol and everything. Worship him. But he's actually just the same guy that you ignored in the street like a few days ago. Hmm... I don't know. People do anyway, this in is the street. This is probably getting a bit serious. So let me let me hit you with this thing that I think will become horrendously kind of embarrassing. Oh. So are you going to have to cut this out? Am I going to have to cut what out? What you're about to say? No, no, no. Okay. I don't know if you've seen it in Cumbria, Chris, but you definitely see it here in Manchester and other cities um, and I don't know if it's just the UK either but there seems to be a huge fad of wearing like 80s 90s style clothing in like a kind of ironic but not ironic way double denim like well not so much double denim but stuff like shell suits and really brightly coloured trainers and weird accessories and trousers which are about four inches too short on purpose it's the deep house scene man it's the house yeah, music. dungarees. It's like it's like oh. a load of people from the nineties who've like just appeared within the last kind of half a year, and all I can imagine is our generation's children looking at holograms of us in thirty years' time, going like, "What the fuck happened to these people?" Yeah, I I always feel like I can't come to Manchester now because whenever I do go, my fashion sense is awful. And I would turn no, no. Up. Your fashion sense is normal. 
<laughs> okay, awful normal. Is, I think setting. this is the point I'm making. But I'll then, find a Manchester yeah, though, though, in Manchester. Anything goes in Manchester. Like, and yeah, it was crazy last time. I felt so out of place. Like, I felt like everyone was looking at me, thinking, "What a country bumpkin." So. What a country bumpkin. Well, that was your fault for turning up in, like, dungarees and a bit of straw coming out. <laughs> <laughs> no, you see, that's the ironic thing. That's that's what Manchester people look like. They, they go for the ironic country bumpkin. I'm just actually a country bumpkin. The irony is, these clothes are from, like, you know, cheap shops, literally, and the people buying them are usually pretty damn rich. Yeah, yeah, that is weird. That's the irony. They're dressing like poor people and they're actually really rich. Hmm. I don't know. It's just a it's just a really weird thing, I think. I think other fads that might go out of fashion in time that people will look back and think Oh, there's just so much to choose from. All of these things at the moment, like what the hell's planking? We were talking about this earlier. Planking's as well. kinda of going though. Planking's, planking's so old now. It's, it's all of these people things hanging are, from buildings now that people do stuff. All of these are just Memes bad. in general probably um, disappear, I guess. Within time. Uh, yeah. I think selfies. I think selfies will disappear. I don't. I think I, people I, are so... I make a wager on this because I assume, as you're one of my best friends, that I'll know you for life now, Alistair. Because we're, so... like, we're like strawberries and cream. We just go together. Aww. One of, one of these really liquid... Champagne and, champagne and grapes. Can I be the Can I be the strawberries? Champagne and grapes. <laughs> they go together. No, it's oh shit, it's strawberries and champagne, isn't it? <laughs> I don't champagne. even know about that, man. Champagne, champagne and strawberries and does go. Champagne and grapes don't. Also, well, well, as far as I know, I'm gonna have to give it a try now. Let's have a Sauvignon Blanc and a rhubarb, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Grapefruit juice. Yeah. Bloody and, hell! Uh... Right. Anyway, forty years. Forty years time. Okay. We're going to look back and, and every, everyone's going to be selfieing. I think it's going to get worse, in my opinion. With it's Google going to become Glass. like hologram selfies. Striking a pose. Strike a pose. Vogue. There's a, there's a new phone out. Um, it's an Android phone. I don't know which manufacturer it is. Mm-hmm. But I've heard that they're calling the front-facing camera the selfie cam. That's I'm pretty sure that's a thing. So it's basically all it's used for. <laughs> yeah, it is. I don't. Right, I don't take point. pictures of anything but there myself is, with my there, phone. Yeah, cam. there is no other use to the front camera. But if you can think of uh, another use for your front camera, apart from checking, well, checking your makeup or something like that, FaceTime and stuff like that, I guess. That, that's is technically that, selfie, isn't it? Selfie, selfie, selfie yeah, video. Nah, well, no, because that that's that's silly. That's like saying whenever you talk to someone, they're just looking at a selfie of you. No, it's it's communication. Well, they are. Okay. It's communication selfie. Google Glass is going to be the big thing next. Yeah. Well, maybe. I hope it is because I. Can you, you make know how phone you calls just, and stuff on that? Uh, yeah. I think you can like Bluetooth it to your phone. Maybe. Sweet. I'm not sure, but you know how you can just tell it to take a picture of what you're looking at. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like voice activated. If they don't find a way how to kind of make it personal, like only link it to your commands. I'm just going to loiter around public toilets and just say the command to take a picture whenever <laughs> guys are at the, taking a piss. Yeah. Take a picture. You literally Sen- just go and... Send to all. Walk into a room, just be like, picture! <laughs> you would yeah. be arrested. <laughs> Surely. Uh, 
It's like that with think, the new... I don't think that's illegal. Sorry, I think I zoned out. I'll, I'll be honest with you, Jack. I was playing with a bit of plastic that I found, and I heard, take a photo in in a bathroom and that's pretty much all I got from the conversation was I was I not listening did I get that wrong <laughs> it takes dick pics to a whole new level <laughs> yeah what happens if you're accidentally yeah this is a major question actually mm. speaking of dick pics do you think um <laughs> do you think snapchats go to uh yeah definitely yeah I would say so I'd say it's already started, though. Not many people really Maybe. send them anymore. I well, I, I have some friends that only use Snapchat to communicate yeah, with yeah. you. And if you're not concentrating for those 10 seconds, like, fuck it. You have no idea what, what, what they You don't know what's happening for the next week, the plans you've just made with that person. Yeah, um, exactly. I recently had um, a, a whole Snapchat conversation that went on over several hours, um, just sending back and forth. It was actually selfies uh, with one of my best friends, Hannah. And it was it was about at three o'clock in the morning or something, and so it's useful for that because obviously you're just tired and you're like, oh, well, I, I want to chat to my friend, but sometimes I don't know. It's better to. I think it's easier to send it in WhatsApp. <laughs> it's it, it's interesting because it the funny. only reason Snapchat's worth so much money is because nobody's figured out how to kind of get around the whole secure sending thing so it deletes as soon as you've seen it and doesn't save and all that kind of stuff but the second someone works out it works out how to get around that then it's all their worth just goes away yeah pretty much so snapchat i hope you know what you're doing because there are some photos i do not want to see ever again <laughs> not of me not of me ones oh, I've received. hey jack ones i've received from drunk people Sure, sure. The first Snapchat I ever Jack, got... Jack, you weren't supposed to tell anyone about that photo. <laughs> <laughs> I got... When my house, when I lived with other people last year, we all got Snapchat at the same time while we were pre-drinking to go out to a club. And the first one I ever received was of one of my housemates who thought it'd be funny to go into the bathroom and do the whole... He did like the mangina thing <laughs> and just sent it to everyone. For like a second, so it only flashed up. <laughs> oh god, That's it's still, I still have nightmares. I'm not surprised. Jeez. Although, like, not to keep dragging our friend John into this, we've seen some pretty weird photos of him. That's... He's seen some pretty weird photos of me as well. You guys have had, I'm pretty sure, right, and I'm just going to drop you in this, Jack. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you two have sent each other photos of you both completely naked but covered... <laughs> By like a small object, <laughs> not a small object. Hey, wait! But like, oh, a we're hat talking tiny. We're talking. A, a, like, uh, I'm pretty sure John's got one of a, a teddy bear or something. I seem to remember this was a thing in our. It was. Group a, it was a frisbee. Frisbee, and then did in you the... send one back, Jack? <laughs> <laughs> You've got to confess now. Things you don't want your. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah, I did send one back. Yep. Um. And does Lily know I, about this? It was it was a teapot I had oh my God. covering my my zone. It was uh, I sent that to him. I don't know what happened to that photo. 
John, if you've but got it, then uh, just send us it on Twitter. It. Um, just uh, de- post it destroy to your phone. The last resort. <laughs> <laughs> Does Lily know about these things, by the way? Just out of curiosity. Uh, we can only hope not. Well, it, does she listen to this? Is she still with him? I no, she doesn't. She doesn't listen. No. She doesn't no. listen. That doesn't surprise me at all. She actually, she actually thinks that this is the worst idea. ever. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Worse than champagne um, and grapes. Worse than champagne and grapes. <laughs> champagne and grapes. <laughs> oh dear. I have a question. Yeah. From Yahoo Answers. This was asked by Yahoo Answers user Happy, who asks... happy. Thank you. (laughs) Why are most people's parents so dorky? So, throughout the years, I meet people's parents. I must say that 99% of them are very dorky. Where did these people grow up? What did they grow up around? They just look so out of place in my situations and events. (laughs) For example... When I get invited to weddings, I see a beautiful girl getting married and then see her parents and I go, what in the world? She come from those two? It just doesn't match up. Even with friends, when I met their parents, they are very, very dorky. You look at them and you say, how in the world did this guy end up with such dorky parents? Thoughts? Well, I mean, I I don't know that... I, I can just answer this quickly and say the person seems like a total idiot. Like, wow. I like how he he says he must say that 99% of them are very dorky. So that means he's met like 100 parents, I guess. Or 100 sets of parents. And gone like, dorky, 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 dorky. You're alright. You're not so dorky. <laughs> I d- I'm just saying that. I, d- I know quite a lot of parents that just aren't dorky, really. But this is the thing, I think. So I think it's, uh, I mean... As I'm growing older now, there was times in my life when I was younger where I was like, oh man, that's so uncool that you won't let me eat this candy bar just before... Candy bar? I sound so American. This, this candy. like, no. chocolate bar before before breakfast or dinner or something. And then now I'm sort of, I'm older. I feel like... Now, well, well, I can actually. Did hear I it. just hear your mum? Yeah, yeah. I'm about to say, <laughs> this is perfect Hello. timing because because my mum's just uh, arrived at, at my house. So cool, sweet. But yeah, I I I feel like now I'm um I'm a bit older. I feel more mature as a person. Um, and I, I'm like, yeah, no, wait. I if if I ever have kids one day, I'm gonna be so exactly exactly the same. I think I'd be very think- similar. I don't think it's that that he's getting at. I think it's like... Um, no, but I think that just comes with parenthood, is that you can't... If you're, if you're a cool parent, I mean, what are you meant to do? Be like, yeah, dude, you can eat chocolate before breakfast. No, I think it's this. I think it's this. The dorkiness is like the... Oh, hey, Johnny, how do I, how do I Twitter you? Oh, I'm going to poke oh. you on Facebook. Well, that's just... Like, what's a, what's a Pinterest... <laughs> That's just an age-related issue. I don't know because I think that some people are clued up on this. Some, some. I, don't, I, I think it's, it's a like... parent thing because it's you can you can be like thirty years old with Facebook, 
Or you can be the 30-year-old dad who Facebooks their kid. Ah. Now, <laughs> that's dorky, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I guess when you're a parent, your game's up. You don't need to... You've played the game, and you've. it's now your kid's turn to play the game. And that I guess that's the answer. Well... Again, I think I disagree with this because I would say that Debs is probably cooler than me in a lot of ways. She She's addicted... Alistair's nodding. <laughs> she's addicted to this game called Words with Friends. And I mean, we're all a bit Scrabble nuts. Yeah, but that's dorky. But you're cool, playing Scrabble dorky. on your phone. It's like double dorky. It's cool. Yeah, you're like the opposite, Chris. I go and meet your mum and I'm like, what in the world did <laughs> he the come from he her? Come <laughs> I... I don't, don't you drop me in this, Alistair. We play chess together online. <laughs> I beat him pretty much all no, the time. You, I'd you, like do to point out. you do not. I won the last game and you refused to play me since because I won. No, it's just because I can't be arsed beating you again. The worst excuse wow. ever. Okay, I'll play you right wow. now. Okay, right. Let's go. <laughs> I guess that kind of wraps up the discussion for this week. We've had fun today. Um, this has been it's been fairly I like the fact that we've had some serious topics in there just to be like, yeah, we yeah. can do comedy, but also there are some issues in here. We're also sensible. Yes. We're a sensible pair of lemons or whatever whatever we discovered we pair were. of melons? Lemons? Oh a pair of melons. Le- some gigantic oh, grapefruits. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so if you've managed to get to the end of this, well done. You found us <laughs> well on, on uh, wherever the, wherever we are. For those Kiwi listeners of ours, it's a good day. No, that's Australia. Uh, yeah, and thanks for listening. Okay, thank you for listening to The Last Resort. If you like what you heard, you can find us on the iTunes store for free, and you can find us on Twitter and Facebook by searching Last Resort Cast. Our music was made by our very own Christopher Nelson. Thank you for letting us use it, Chris. And as always, thank you for listening. Well, thank you guys for your hilarious fruit prank that you were playing throughout that episode. I've got to hand it to you. I really didn't notice the fruit too much. Um, But after editing the episode and listening back, uh, the scores are... Chris scored two points, but Alistair stormed ahead with nine points. I'm pretty sure I got them all, and no, I am not counting repeat fruits as a point. So, Chris, you really need to try harder. All right. Bye.